Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? My stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There Yet? The family podcast for adults. Zombie killers extraordinaire. I'm playing this game called Dead Island. Which, as you would imagine from the title, involves me, an island resort, and an ass ton of zombies. And I'm a little appalled by it because it has social messages in it that I don't approve of. Let me give you an example. There comes a point in the story of the game where you need supplies. And you have to go into the town to get supplies, right? And what you meet is a bunch of gangbangers hold up in a warehouse where the supplies are and you know they appear to be mostly disaffected youths urban folk of various sorts okay with backward turned baseball caps and you know little tattoos and they look a little rough for the wire probably poor kids you know had to they're just trying to get by and the solution to this problem of they don't want to give you their goods is for you to kill them all and then take what you need which is a zombie apocalypse, and I'm sorry, my friend has a need for insulin, and you have it, you don't want to give it to me, so I'm going to fucking kill y'all. Right. Fine. Later on in the game, you come across a police station that's been taken over by more disaffected youths of the urban sprawl. Mm-hmm. And once again, the only solution to the problem is, you all got to fucking die. There's not, even, there's not even an option to talk to them wow right there's not even a act first talk right. later there's not even a conversation option you walk up towards the police station they start shooting i gotta kill you finally you realize that in this town none of the poor folks have anything left the poor areas have all been looted so you have to head to the upper class area of the island and when you get there they say you get to this this compound where there's a bunch of them living there, and they're all fat and lazy looking. And they say, yeah, we have shit. No, you can't have it. The conversation ends, and you leave the compound. I, I already killed, like, 100 people for one vial of insulin. I, I'm 100% sure that, story-wise, I should be killing these rich, fat fucks and taking all their shit. So why can't I? Are you allowed to have a calm, rational conversation with them? They say no, and you leave. Now, this is a a social message that I don't approve of. Rich people don't get special treatment in the zombie apocalypse. In fact, I would think that they would probably be ill-prepared for such. You would think so. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm a little I'm a little disappointed, island or dead island people, because your social message is that rich people's lives are more important than poor people's lives, and you shouldn't just kill them to take their things. When in fact, Sounds after like the zombie apocalypse, I'm telling you right now, after the zombie apocalypse, I'm rolling down to Valley View and I'm hitting the cowboys' houses for all their goodies. Because it's the zombie apocalypse, and I know you got some shit, motherfucker. Sure. Alright, you ready to do some stories? not news the real the first yes i'm very angry i'm i'm very angry at another parent Mm -hmm. for what i can only describe as a parenting fail of fairly epic proportions Mm -hmm. 
Uh, enough that I was very tempted to go into their shitty little shanty apartment and treat them like I had treated the people of Dead Island. Harshly. No, it's not cool. So, thing three the other day after she'd recovered from lice, which, by the way, you know she's still using that as a weapon? Using it as a weapon? I went and I was talking to her while she was in her room, right? Mm -hmm. And she's usually sitting on her bed. And right. in order for me to talk to her, it's easiest if I lay down, if I kneel down by the head of her bed and kind of lay over the top of it. Yes. On her pillow. She doesn't like you to touch her pillow. She doesn't want you to touch anything and on her bed. She told me, she goes, hey, I still have lice. Because <laughs> I was touching her pillow. I said, you don't still have lice. And she goes, yeah, mom found a live bug. How many days has it been since you found a live bug on that kid? A while. A week? Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't have lice anymore. She was, she was trying to convince me she should, so we learned about it. But anyway, the other day, she goes over to her friend's house, right? Mm -hmm. And I said, look, I'm really busy today. I can take you over there. No problem. If they can give you a ride home, right? Right. And They don't really live that far away. They don't live away. that far away, but I was working, and I didn't really have time to be fucking around. So her mom, this lady's, this girl's mom agrees. So we take her over to the apartment's. She goes in, everything's fine. She calls me a little bit before she was supposed to come home and says, could you come get me? And I said, look, we talked about this, right? I'm really busy right now. They're supposed to give you a ride home. Okay. Time passes, right? <laughs> and she calls and says, her mom won't take me home. And she told me to walk home. And I'm outside now. Yeah. Like, um, I'm washing my hands of you. I'm kicking you out now. Good luck. I hope you find your way home. Who does that? Who is responsible I... for some other person's child and then essentially abandons them? Right. Right. I was so furious that i didn't even trust myself to go to go talk to the parents because i was so mad that i would have looked like a lunatic you know what i'm saying i would have been screaming and yelling well and then thing three you said she didn't want to call because she didn't want to make you mad well you had to go get her when you weren't supposed to and i've told them before if you need a ride i will come get you however i want you to exercise your options before you call me especially when you've agreed otherwise you know what right, i'm saying yeah if i said i'll come get you i'll come get you if even if i didn't say i'll come get you if you need me to come get you i will but the fact that the stupid cunt just told my kid, yeah, I'm not giving you a ride. And oh, by the way, leave. Was just, I. Uh, if anything had happened, and it very well could have, because when I got over there, it looked like a fucking Mexican street fair. There were literally 50 people just ambling about in the parking lot, looking nefarious and up to no good. You know what I'm saying? There were people playing all kinds of fucking loud music, people, all kinds of rap music, people being stupid. People, guys roughhousing and shit and there's my kid going I, I don't belong here right this is not cool no and before anybody gives me any fucking shit i lived in this neighborhood back when i was poor and let me tell you this it's a shitty fucking neighborhood and had i known that this kid's parents were shitty fucking people like they are she never would have gone there well she's been there before that's the thing well, she's, she's never, never, had a she's never going again Period. She's this never is going to the same again. area where we had a stripper next door neighbor that stabbed her husband. <laughs> and then they thought she was hiding in her house. Yes. 
Which same is, neighborhood. Right. And people with their faces bashed in, bleeding all over our Knocking front door. Knocking on my door. Trying to let you, get you to let them in. I just, and I told Thing 3, I said, you can't go over there anymore. And she can't come over here. Because if a parent is willing to do that to somebody else's kid, then I, I don't know what other crazy shit they're liable to get up to, and I, I'm not going to deal with it. You know, I'm just not. I'm not going to put up with it. I'm not going to have to deal with people who might bring their kid over here, drop them off, and then hightail it to the Yucatan or wherever. Well, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm, they're unpredictable and unreliable, and I'm out. Well, and there's a lot of things that, there's actions that people take that say things about them, right? Like we were talking before about the guys throwing rocks at horses. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's things you do that when people see you do, then they go, oh, I know a lot about you now, and I don't like it. Right. And I this is the whole thing. Than words. Right. You were willing to put my kid in danger because you're an asshole. You just didn't feel like taking him home. So, I don't know. The next time something like that happens, I'm going to have to go into the house and lose my shit. It's not going to happen again because she's not going to go yeah, over Yeah, but, you know, she'll go to some other. We, we have to move so that she can have friends that don't suck. Because all of her friends, their parents just suck. They just suck. You meet them and they're like, yeah, I uh, I know that I was supposed to be watching Thing 3 and her friend, but we left for the night. They were here all night by themselves, but it's okay. They look, out, look how nice it is. I don't trust them anymore, man. Do you think I should be allowed to kill people and do stuff like that? No. Just walk in and go all fucking Dexter on them? No. You're wrong. I do some news. Oh, okay. I was surprised how calm you were about the situation. I really thought you were going to lose. You would have lost your shit even more than I did. Because you're very protective. Well, I know, but Thing 3 was already freaked out. She wasn't sure how to handle it. She was embarrassed. She was scared, but she didn't want to show that she was scared. So I was really trying to play it down a bit for her so she wouldn't get even more freaked out. I was surprised she didn't call the mom later that evening and have a mom talk. You know, a a girl-to-girl talk about how not to be a stupid cunt. Well, her kid's just not going to be able to hang out with Thing 3 anymore. You should start a web show called Don't Don't Be a Stupid Cunt. That'll be the name of your show. And you'll describe to ladies how not to be stupid cunts. You think you could do it? In an Emily Post sort of manner? Yeah, it would be very prim and proper, and, and then at the end, there'll be a thing that comes up and says, don't be a stupid cunt. Is that my Martha Stewart gangsta? Yeah, exactly. If you do this, you're a stupid cunt. Don't do this. Stupid cunt. All right, let's hear some news. Single mom and full-time college student, Donetta Foster, 20, was using a computer to prepare for a job interview at the Decatur Library in Georgia last October when her baby allegedly laughed too loudly at a flashcard. Things weren't so funny after that. Foster says she tried to quiet her son, but security guards told her to leave and the librarian shut down her computer. After she refused to leave, the librarian called the police and Foster became irate, yelling in a loud and boisterous manner. After leaving and returning for more yelling and swearing, she was handcuffed and placed under arrest for disorderly conduct and could face up to a year in jail. Now, that story that we just gave you is the actual facts of the story. I have read numerous news accounts of this that all start off with, if your baby laughs in the library, you might go to jail for a year. And they show the mom, she's like, I'm going to go to jail for a year because my baby laughed. No, that is not what happened in the story. Your baby laughed, 
You couldn't quiet your baby down. The library said, I don't know if you know where you are, stupid cunt. This is the library. You got to go. Then you wouldn't leave, and the security people came and said, get the fuck out. You still wouldn't leave. The cops came and said, get the fuck out, and you said, okay. Then you came back and started yelling and screaming at people. This is what happens. I'm surprised nobody had any video of it. Does the library not have video capabilities? Oh, wait. The library still lets you rent VHS. <laughs> so maybe they don't. I don't know, but I it really offends me. One, if it was me and it was my library, there'd be a no baby rule. It would just flat out say, if you cannot read, you cannot enter. Don't you think that's fair? No, no, yes. no. Yes. All of the no. libraries around here have little kid, like puppet shows, reading time, where the kids just sit around and listen. It's important for them to attend those things so that they understand the proper etiquette for later sitting in the classroom. Does that work out? Yes. I mean, it doesn't really. They know they still act up like fucking little morons. I, I think libraries should be held as holy places where you go to read and you shut the fuck up. I don't think they should have computers that are accessible to the public. I don't think they should have CDs, DVDs, video games, VHS tapes, or any other thing that is not a book or periodical. Period. And I what think, if you're on the computer reading the newspaper? No. No. It's a library. Not an internet cafe. It's a library. Well, I agree. I think the whole computer thing is kind of weird myself. But... You know, yeah, I have to take the story with a grain of salt. Depends on how you're reading it. I mean, when you're first reading it, it, they are making it sound like, you know, she's got thrown out because her kid was laughing. Now, we have all probably had instances where your kid is laughing uncontrollably because you dropped something. These kids are stupid. Right. Especially babies. Babies are prone to fits of noise, either happy or sad noise, right? Mm Mm-hmm. That have no bearing on anything going around them because they're stupid babies. It's your job as a parent to realize that when your child begins their inappropriate outburst, to remove them from the scene. I'm guessing, though, that perhaps the librarian gave a shush. Right. You know? And then Miss Donetta went all snappity snap on her. Right. And it was like, you know, and then it escalated from there. Yeah, and security got called. Don't you shush my child. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And my whole point is, I think the library should have authority to summarily execute people who make too much noise in the library. You're, you're laughing. You're talking. It's a fucking library. These are the rules of polite society. Shut the no, fuck The people up. don't do the library rules very well anymore. It's like when you're in a bookstore, it's like a library. I tell the girls that all the time, right. and they are quiet when yes. you're in the bookstore. Everyone there are people be. reading. There are people who are assholes, though, who aren't. Well, I know. And that that's my problem. This lady was being an asshole, whether she wants to believe she was or not. You brought a kid to the library. The kid's starting to make noise. The librarian said, hey, get the fucking kid out of here. And you know what? I don't care if the librarian said exactly that. If the kid said, get your screaming little monkey out of my fucking library right goddamn now, then that's what she should have done. It's a library. It's not for you. You weren't even reading a book. You were using the fucking internet. So get out. Move along. I don't know. Like I said, I would have been happier if the story would have ended and then the librarian pulled out a shotgun and killed her. 
That's the only way we're going to get a polite society back. You know that, right? Is when the penalties for misbehaving become severe and immediate. So because we live in a society now where people don't understand. There are people who get to trial for crimes they've committed and go, I didn't do anything wrong. I'm well, saying true. There's a lot of people that don't ever believe that they've done anything. And that's wrong. what I'm saying. If we live in a society where people acted up and broke the, the social covenant and then something horrible happened to them right fucking there where everybody saw it. Your kid was making noise. At the library library told you to shut the fuck up. You got uppity and she chopped off your hand. I think we would have a better world. That's all I'm saying. It would be a better, more reasonable world where you could go to the library and people would shut the fuck up. That's the lesson of the story. And I hope she goes to jail. I hope she goes to jail for a year. And while she's there, somebody makes her her their bitch. And she has to, nice. eat, she has to eat chlamydia pussy every day. Ew, quit. Just saying, that's what I hope happens to her. And it's because she did something wrong and now she's trying to make other people feel bad about it. You know what I mean? Three times she had a choice to just leave. Yeah, that's true. All right, you ready for my next story? Yeah. Cornelius Osborne may not seem like babysitting material. He was convicted of raping two women. Succession of felonies from robbery to failing to register as a sex offender repeatedly sent him to prison, state records show. But over more than two years, the state paid Osborne nearly $5,000 to babysit two children before his latest conviction for dealing drugs put him back behind bars. Osborne of Chicago wasn't the only sex offender paid by taxpayers to taxpayers to babysit, <laughs> according to a Tribune investigation that found cases of convicted rapists, molesters, and other violent felons given access to children over the past decade. The money comes from a $750 million a year program that subsidizes childcare for more than 150,000 impoverished Illinois families. You like that? That is ridiculous <laughs> and when they ask him how this could possibly happen their answer is oh we don't do background checks we don't do background checks but i have to get a background check to go make <laughs> copies up at the school copies for the school <laughs> i'd like to help out at the school we're gonna need a full background check a set of fingerprints and we're gonna have to inspect your butthole every time you come in but, you know, we've got these little ragamuffins over here. Their parents can't pay for child care. So, sure, why not? Beggars can't be choosers. Now, see, here's the thing. Where I have said before that poor people don't deserve nice things, this is not what I'm talking about. I think programs to help people get child care are a good thing. I really do. Especially if it's going to be one-on-one -on -one child care and not daycare, because I think daycares are evil. But you got to have a little bit of care, Chicago. I mean, you got you to gotta look a little bit. And it's not like you can't look at some of these guys and go, really? <laughs> exactly. Are you telling me that there's not enough people out there, law-abiding citizens, that would like to provide child care? And could right. do so adequately. Correct. I'm not saying they're going to do a whiz-bang job of it necessarily. Well, it could but be somebody else who... might keep the kid fed and safe. It could even be somebody else who has a kid. And they're like, okay, look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the state money to watch your kid while you go to work. And we both now have a job, right? Exactly. But instead, I've said this before. When a full-grown man wants to get involved in daycare, you need to look into it. Mm-hmm. 
and I don't care what anybody says. That to me is one of the first disqualifiers. Disqualifiers for me when I look at somebody for childcare. If I went to a daycare center for one of my kids and there was a man who worked there, I'm going to turn right around and leave. I don't care what anybody says. No normal, full-grown man wants to spend all day around babies. We don't. I am a more kind and sensitive man than most, whether you believe that or not. What do you No. Not when it comes to little tots. If they have any sort of bodily fluids visible, you're like putting the brakes on. You got your arms stretched all the way out. Like, don't you even think about coming I, over, you little rug rat. I have taken care of children. I have changed diapers. I'm just saying. All I'm saying is. If it's not your kid, no. Uh, okay. Fair enough. But I've taken care of more kids than most men, I would say. I think that's fair to say. I've done more childcare duties than the average American man. Yes. Okay. I can't believe you're not going to fucking back me up. And I would never think of getting a job as daycare. And I, I'm 100% sure that drug dealing child molesters have a certain era aura about them that you can just look at them and go, I don't think you need to be around kids. I'm just going to run your name through my background check program and see what pops up. Oh, look at that. A bunch of convictions. Why don't you get the fuck out of here? They probably also don't have any kind of regulations about where child sex offenders can live either. I was a little shocked to find out. There's only like two states. What were we watching the other night? There's a city around here that just realized that all of their neighbors had passed laws about where sex offenders could live. And now all the sex offenders live in their town. Because they're the only ones that didn't. (laughs) Because they're the only ones that didn't pass a law. Now, I I think sex offender registries are a little bit over the top. Right. I think I don't think they're being used the way they were intended to be used. And I think I don't think they're really protecting anybody. On the other hand, I do think if you have somebody that, you know, is a registered kid toucher, because and here's another fact you probably don't want to know. Kid touchers don't change. They don't get better. And therapy does not change them. Right. There is a wire crossed in their brain that makes them want to fuck babies. And when that happens, it doesn't unfuck them. So they need to be kept away from kids. So a lot of cities have said, yeah, you can't live within 1,500 yards of a school or a park or any of these other places because you're a kid toucher. But yeah, this one town in North Texas did not do that. And then they realized that all the sex offenders had moved to town. <laughs> and now they're trying to figure out what to do with them. Yeah, the answer is you can't live within 1,500 yards of these places. And if that means you have to live under a bridge, kid toucher, maybe you should have thought about that before you started touching kids. Yeah. Yeah, it's not nice. Here's my last story. Not sending your son a birthday gift and refusing to buy your daughter a homecoming dress may not be ideal parenting, but it's not enough to sue over, according to a state appeals court. In a unanimous ruling, the first district at, how do I pronounce that? Appellate? Yes. I totally had a brain fart. (laughs) Appellate Court of Illinois was upheld, has upheld the dismissal of what it calls a bad mothering lawsuit a pair of Barrington Hills siblings filed against their mom. The 2009 lawsuit sought more than $50,000 plus unspecified punitive damages from Kimberly A. Garrity, who was accused of a course of conduct which has caused both the intentional and negligent infliction of emotional distress to her children, <laughs> Stephen A. Minor, 23, and Catherine Minor, 20. <sighs> state. So... Here, we'll just, we'll skip this last part. But basically, 
these kids started suing their mom for shit like uh not giving gifts with the birthday cards that she sent to them after her and her right divorce uh she they said that they she favored one of the kids more than the others then (laughs) the one that got me because every parent has done something like this her seven-year-old son refuses to put on his seatbelt. they're already in the car going down the road Mm -hmm. and she says put it on or i'm taking you to the police station right that's part of the lawsuit ridiculous Uh, and then later on when he was in college she didn't send him care packages how dare she (sighs) talk about a sense of entitlement good god i you know if they'd grown up in this household they'd be (laughs) a withering mess they'd be seeking the death penalty i don't understand how i mean i'm glad the judge went no 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 you may not like your mom because of these things she did, which, frankly, none of them seem to be that ridiculous to me. They're not. <laughs> and there's no evidence that a kid was abused. A mother has the right to say no about things. She has a right to discipline her child about things. Right. And there's no, there are no guidelines of gift purchases. <laughs> there's no minimum level right. of like there's a certain expenditure. There's a certain percentage of your income that you must spend exactly. on gifts for your children. If one of if my kids show up with a lawsuit like this, I'm liable to just punch them in the head. <laughs> just go really, really, and then I would file a countersuit to get back all the shit I did for them. Well, here's what she really should have done long ago before they hit their twenties: was pulled up the state child welfare guidelines. Oh, no. Usually, when the <laughs> child when you're getting investigated, if they're going to take children away, there are certain right. things that are required of you. In order to keep those children. Right. You know, shelter. Right. A bed. Certain foodstuffs. I mean, there's right. kind of a specific list like protein and dairy and that kind of thing. Right. And a place to sleep of your own. Some clothes for your back, which means literally a change of clothes. It doesn't right. mean you get a choice of 15 shirts right. and you 20 pairs of pants or whatever. You don't have a wardrobe. Ten shoes. You've got a pair of shoes, a pair of pants. Exactly. And and perhaps some entertainment items like a stuffed animal or something, some books. Well, you know, according to those rules, though, there was a time when they could have taken one or more of our children away because we only had two beds. And our smallest. But they two, had a place to sleep. Our smallest. They don't have to have their own place. You, to oh, sleep. you said they had, you had to have your own place to sleep. Well, I mean, okay, your own spot. How do you like that? <laughs> I'm just saying there was, a, there was a while where Thing 2 and Thing 3 shared a bed. That's were, true, there but were, there was a place for each one of them. Well, that's what I'm saying. They were both so there small. There weren't 15 kids to a bed or anything. <laughs> it wasn't like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. But exactly. You that, have your own little pie wedge. Although, even though we have a king-size bed, that's the way it feels like for me sometimes. Oh, fuck off. Seriously. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Wine, wine more, noob. More about the cat than you. Oh, that's good. Just pump the cat off the bed. That's what I do. When the cat comes over my side of the bed, she doesn't stay on the bed. Stubborn, man. She weighs like 800 pounds whenever she doesn't (laughs) want to leave. That Charlie and the Chocolate Factory thing still freaks me out, though. That, to me, was one of the weirdest parts of that movie. Yeah, it's, like, totally creepy and wrong. I had had nightmares. Because when I was growing up, a lot of times, you were probably the same boat that I was. You would not always see all of a movie. Right, you would be watching a movie, and then somebody would come into the room and go, "I'm watching something else," and then you were done True. watching TV, right? Because there was mm-hmm. a TV, and you didn't get to watch it. 
And I always had this nightmare that they peeled back the covers and they were all like fused together from the waist down. Like this one big amorphous grandparent mass. Yuck. <laughs> I always thought they were pretty shriveled. Yeah. They're they all atrophied. And I thought they were probably doing it a lot. When they were uh, ew. All of them together. Well, Charlie's all still- I kept thinking is if nobody can ever get out of that bed, those sheets must be mighty dirty. Yeah, they're pretty gross. Grandma, Charlie's, really disgusting. Charlie's talking to him about the golden ticket, and Grandma's pulling a train underneath the covers. Disgusting. That's disgusting. Speaking <laughs> of which, it's clean sheet day. Oh my god! Can we have clean? Do you like clean sheet day? Can we have day? clean sheet day every? I want it three times Can't a week. Do it every day. Can I have it three times a week? No, that's not happening. You're the worst wife ever. Oh my god! Shut up. That, that's going to be in my in the papers when you file for a divorce. My counter suit, my counter petition. It's going to say, bitch doesn't change the sheets enough. So any other complaints she's got are completely washed away by that. And my chart of dry spells. Your oh, Honor, my God. Shut the. <laughs> Your Honor, look at this calendar. Do you see all these days marked out? Those are days I did not have sex with my wife. So, yes, Your Honor, she can get child support. But any spousal support, I want these days deducted from that. Whatever. Yeah, your story's over. No. Can I have a Reese's peanut butter cup? Yeah, like you have been holding back. From I haven't that. eaten a single Reese's peanut butter cup this whole episode. You did have the bag open and ready though. Didn't just eat them, though. swooping in for the most opportune moment. No, I'm not gonna eat mine. Take all the fun out of it. But it's almost Halloween time. That means the, the, me. the Halloween candy treats will be plentiful. Yeah, we'll be able to buy them, but you know that we're not going to have any Halloween time with our kids this year. No, they're asking for a party. No. <laughs> <laughs> Remember we briefly toyed with it last year? The idea that they were getting older and maybe we should do no. a party so we know where they were. <laughs> and I like how every year when it rolls around, it's no. No. I can think of a few things I would enjoy. Actually, thing two said she wants to stay home and hand out candy this year. Good. I think that's all thing three is going They're to They're going to decorate. Yeah, man. I got to start buying stuff now. Start working on stuff now. You know how we have that big giant spider? Yes. I want to make a um, giant human web victim. You know, go with it. Okay. You know what I want to make? What? My idea is much more elaborate. I want to make like a skull with glowing eyes and it wiggles and stuff. Okay, that's easy enough to do. I want to make bagworms. Yuck! That move. How are you going to do worms that move? Oh no! I'm going to show you. Okay, good. You threw down down the fucking gauntlet. Well, okay. At it was it. It's not Party City. It's like Spirit Halloween or something like that. Mm -hmm. They have. Those zombie baby mm-hmm. statuettes, sort of, and they're relatively reasonably priced. They're like thirty five bucks. Mm-hmm. They're pretty detailed. Yeah, they're, they're really, painted they're very really well. Pretty cool, right? And yeah, I really thought that it would be cool to have some of those. And then I thought we had such douches for neighbors that walk through here; they would steal them. Yeah, we couldn't put them out. No, you're right. You'd have to I hoard mean, them. Although the there's a certain benefit to having those, like just sitting up in the attic. Because <laughs> the kids are terrified of yes. them. Yeah. They would know they were there. 
That's not very Isn't nice. that enough? That's not very nice. Why don't we just show them a picture and tell them we bought them, and then we can even save the money of buying them? I have thought about... Same effect. You know how they have the elf on the shelf? Yes. I've thought about buying one of the devil babies and just move it around the house. Just have it set in strange places. Like, have it sitting in a corner underneath the table. Like the orangutan baby? Yeah, just a little spooky thing. Just scare mm-hmm. All right, we got to get out of here. Yeah, your stories. No. All right, Kim. We're not there. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing Two. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing Three. Signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet? Vote for us at PodcastAlley.com.